This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 67. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey, it's Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. I want to tell you about something. I am a book doula. (laughs) I know it sounds like the funniest name in the world, but actually it's true. I help people give birth to their books. This is one of the side things that I do in life, and I actually feel like it's a calling for me. As you know, I am so passionate about books, and if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're pretty obsessed with learning and knowledge and the gift that constant learning and achievement, like what it brings to your life is just so amazing. So I would like to share with you my write your book coaching program. So I want to share it with you because if you have a book in your heart or something in your mind that you've been trying or thinking that you want to accomplish, or you've been imagining yourself a published author, I would love to help you. I thought I would put it out there today because this is something that I've been doing for a while and I'm not sure everybody knows about it, but I just want wanted to share it with my community here of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. So this is what I do. I have a fun three-month writing program, and I help people give birth to their books in just three months. I know it takes, it seems like daunting. However, it's a fun writing retreat with me, and we do it online together and or we do it over the phone, and I have a step-by-step proven system that I use to help write my books and that I've actually used to ghostwrite a lot of books and that I use with my clients that I'm helping them write theirs. So this is all about learning how to confidently create, develop, and complete your first draft so that you're prepared so you can submit it as a manuscript, so you can publish it, self-publish it, or even through hybrid publishing companies like mine. So I want to do this and I want to help you without that crazy overwhelm or that momentum crushing feeling of not having the time or the motivation or the enthusiasm because I'm literally here to hold your hand and help you get through anything that might be holding you back and I am going to help you get your book published. So that's the bottom line. So if you want to find out more, you can always go to my website at andreasidel.com. That's andreasidel.com. And it's time to unlock your writing potential. Hey there. Oh my gosh, I highlighted such a great book this week. It is called Happy Together, Using the Science of Positive Psychology to Build Love That Lasts. It is by Susan and James Powelski, and it is such a great book. It's a wonderful book that really kind of emphasizes the idea that, you know, relationships are not that easy. I mean, the relationships can bring us happiness, but they can also bring us unhappiness. (laughs) And so what I really, really loved about this book, and I thought it was a nice one to highlight too, is because it really does integrate the science of positive psychology into our relationships. And now you're probably thinking, Andrea, I just heard that you're not with anybody right now and you're single. So how does this book resonate with you? (laughs) Well, 
if you're listening as well and you are single too, or just in the dating process, this book is actually going to inspire you and um, as to what kind of relationship that you would like to have or that you would like to bring into your life or how you can, you know, make a relationship, a future relationship powerful and wonderful. And it's all about being happy on your own, but then also being happy together, which is why I love the title of this book. So Happy Together is written by positive psychology experts, their husband and wife team, and they have so much insight. It's all based on science. And what I liked about it is that, you know what, if you think about like fairy tale, lasting love, it seems, you know, that it just seems to happen. It seems like they meet and they fall in love and they live happily ever ever after, which really isn't the case. And anyone in a relationship can vouch for that or has been in a relationship can vouch for that. It's not always butterflies and unicorns and like rainbows. Um, so the reality is, and what they talk about within this book, that it is all about healthy habits that build this happily ever after. And that these healthy habits is all about strengthening your partnership. It's about strengthening what it is that you have. And it's about starting relationships off right. You know, it's about weathering these difficult times. It's about reigniting passion. It's about transforming a good relationship to great relationships. So I really like the approach to this book. It's all about um, teaching us these key habits for building and sustaining a long-term love, for building and sustaining a happy, uh, happy together sort of ness, togetherness. And what I liked about it is they talked about promoting a healthy passion. They talked about prioritizing positive emotions. They talked about mindfully savoring experiences together. And they also talked about seeking out strengths in each other. And I don't know if you remember, I just highlighted a book called Strength Switch. And it's all about like turning the light on or uh, focusing on the strengths. And that is like in the field of positive psychology, it's all about, you know, noticing and honoring people's strengths and looking for character strengths and drawing on that. And I love that they integrated this into the book about happy together, being happy together, building love that lasts. So a general overview of this book is all about being happy together. It can bring us, you know, one of the biggest joys in our life but being in a relationship is also can bring some of the biggest struggles and the biggest challenges that our life has to offer so what I like about this is that it's um it's really checking in how your relationship is right now like how is your relationship going and um like or if you're not in a relationship are you prepared are you prepared for a good partner are you yourself ready for a healthy good relationship and I really love that they integrated this because it's all about um, being happy together is that you need to be also happy yourself. And I love that they brought this up and that the idea is, is that um, the same people that make us happy are also have the potential to make us unhappy. So uh, it's really honoring this idea of being happy together is about applying this positive psychology research into our relationships so that we can, um, so, so that we can build a love that lasts. So that being happy together is not only about working on ourselves, but it's also working a togetherness and honoring each other as well. So the authors believe that it's, um, it's 
continued informed effort that is going to make the difference. So it's not a magical fairy tale. It's not going to be easy. And there's no easy promise. And I love the way they put that in their book is that it's not about following, hey, follow these steps and you're going to have a perfect result and you're going to yield a really happy relationship. (laughs) That's just not going to work. So that's not what this book is about. It's about getting better at being in a relationship. It's about getting better at um, putting effort in and also having well-directed effort. So knowing where to put the effort in as well. So I love that. They also talked about working on a relationship is like working out at the gym. So if you're expecting to have big muscles and be good at your relationship, uh, if you're not, you know, like if you're not working out and going to the gym, you're not going to build muscles. Like let's face it, right? So the reality is, is that this book is, uh, it's almost like a good personal trainer for your relationship, but you have to be able to go to that relationship gym and actually work on it put the effort in and so this whole book is based on like it's all evidence-based advice which I love because you know I love the science and um, I'm really trying to draw out all the functionality and all the um actionable nuggets that you can apply to your life. And that's what this podcast is all about, right? Is sucking out the positive psychology and the coaching tools that we can use in our own lives. And so this book is great because they actually did have actionable nuggets within every single section. So I loved it. Okay. So it's also about making time to do these exercises, right? So it's the, is putting this material into practice is really what's going to make a difference in your life. Okay, so they went into a general overview of positive psychology, and they talked a lot about how um, our genes are actually equipped to fight against things that we don't want in our life, and we are we want to cultivate or move towards things we do want in our life. And this premise of in positive psychology is that we have that tendency to move away from things that aren't as great, and we want to move towards things that feel good, and we want to cultivate more of these things that feel good. So it's not just saying, you know, like take away, take something away that's not good and just like, you know, leave your husband or wife or whatever. It's about cultivating more of what's good, making more of what's good so that the not so good decreases. Because let's face it, there are going to be not so good things like nobody's perfect and no relationship is perfect. So I love that premise in the positive psychology model and how, you know, we're, we're naturally wired to kind of move towards things that um, move away from things that we don't want or decrease those things and increase more of what we do want. And so it's all about um, this combination of um, happiness and unhappiness and that we're always going to feel some level of happiness and unhappiness at the same time. So it's not ever going to be just one way. So to be happy, we must be able to protect ourselves from things that are threatening and harm us, right? That's a natural wiring in our brain. But that that in and of itself won't produce happiness. So for example, getting rid of sadness doesn't automatically make you produce joy. And that's kind of what they're, they got at in their book, right? So nature gives us this negativity bias. We're meant to notice and we're hardwired to notice and look for and anticipate danger and look for it in order to protect ourselves, in order to survive. So but... 
what happens is, is that we can also train our minds to also notice more positives and to, um, and this negativity bias also steers our brain towards this, the problems and the worries and that sort of thing. So we don't always recognize the opportunity, like the opportunities for improvement, the opportunities for growth. Um, but the good news is, is with positive psychology is that we, there are implementation tools and there are implementation, uh, ways in, uh, that we can, you know, that we can deliberate practice that we can do in order to really help ourselves, um, emphasize what's good or emphasize or cultivate more of what it is that we do want. So that was fantastic. So then they also talked about how positive psychology takes into the account that most of us tend towards this negativity bias and that the science, this science is all about focusing on human strengths and focusing on potential and celebrating what's best in our lives. And as you can see, just those things in and of itself can really, really help us and help our uh, relationships. So it's all about emphasizing goals, emphasizing well-being, satisfaction, happiness, interpersonal skills, as well as, um, you know, honoring people's talents, or I call it superpowers, <laughs> and also their, um, and, and just person taking personal responsibility and self-regulation is all a part of positive psychology. And also within their book, they talked about, um, the, in the science of positive psychology, the study actually impacts concepts such as passion and gratitude, savoring, and and generally our whole well-being. So the ultimate goal of positive psychology is to help people cultivate and benefit from these qualities in their own lives and in their relationships. So you can see that there's a huge place for positive psychology in our relationships and that we can use many of the concepts to help us learn and improve our lives. And so our lives are a result of how we choose to respond to what is happening to us. And so within positive psychology, it's not about, you know, just sticking your head in the sand and pretending that you don't know, you don't see anything bad happening. That's not what it's about. It's about knowing that there's challenge, but then it's learning to improve our lives and focus more on what's good and savor and be grateful for. And our lives are a result of how we choose to respond to what is happening in our lives, which is so cool. Then they also talked about applying a positive psychology to romantic relationships and uh, they talked about how um Peterson, he's a major influencer um, in the field of po positive psychology, and he summarized positive psychology in three words, which is other people matter. And as you can see, that is so beautiful and profound. It's yes, other people matter and re our relationships matter. And so even Seligman, he identifies the father of positive psychology, by the way, <laughs> he identifies relationships as one of the key elements in his model of well-being. And um, that is positive relationships. So this is all about beyond fixing problems and focusing on dysfunction. Yes, uh, we, we want to fix things and we want to progress and there will be problems, but it's also about focusing on what's right and what is working instead of just focusing on what's not working in relationships. So the field of positive psychology can really help us flourish in our relationships as well. And within this book, they talked a lot about passion, positive emotions, savoring and character strengths. 
So let's go into another part of their book that they talked about. So an approach to being happy together. So they talked about um, a few things and they were inspired by Aristotle's insights. And the idea of romantic relationships is about becoming um, kind of like Aristotelian lovers is how they put it within their book. So they talked about the first, the, the number one they talked about is that partners um, love the good they see in each each other. So partners love the good that they see in each other. And isn't that so true? Like when you start looking for what's good and what you really love and what you what's good in the other person, you start to notice more of it. And this is called a confirmation bias. So you get what you're looking for, right? And I don't know if you've ever done that experiment where you're looking around the room and, you know, if I ask you to tell me how many things that you see that is that are green and you look around right now and you can see like all these things that are green and then I ask you now how many things did you see that were green and you could tell me the number but if I asked you how many things were red then you'd be like oh I didn't look for anything that was red (laughs) I love that example because it really shows you that you're going to see what you're looking for and so the one of the concepts they're talking about is an approach that you can take to being happy together is and happy partners they tend to love the good that they see in each other and they really savor it and they emphasize it and they have gratitude around it so that's the first thing and that one I that step I find is so important is so beautiful. Partners love the good they see in each other. The next one they talked about is they are committed to each other's well-being and supportive of their growth. And that is so essential, right? If you think about it, if you're together and this approach to being happy together is uh, part of it is like supporting each other's growth and learning and accomplishment and sense of, you know, well-being like, oh yeah, like you, even if you go for walks together or um, even if you support, um, you know, your husband going to hockey or whatever it is, um, or whatever it is that contributes to their well-being, it's like being committed to that and supporting each other's well-being and their personal growth as well. Um, the a third one that they talked about an approach to being happy together is that lovers are inspired to become better people themselves. And this is so true, right? Like it's like you, you want to be with someone that makes you want to be a better person, right? And that you keep growing and making yourself better because you want to become better, better people. And uh, that you, the person that you're with inspires you to do that. I know it's so funny. I was sort of dating this guy briefly and, um, he said that to me, like, it's like, oh my gosh, I, you make me clean up my house and you make me excited that you're coming over. And I like, you, you're making me go to the gym more. I want to be nice and slim for you. And I like, he, he went shopping for new clothes and stuff like that. And I was thinking in the back of my head, it's like, oh darn, <laughs> like he didn't have that same impact on me. Whereas, you know, obviously that's not a person that I wanted to date very much longer, but at the same time, it's like, isn't that true? Like when you really are into someone or you really, um, with someone that's supportive and that um, feels great for you, um, they they are saying within their book is that lovers ha- are inspired to become better people. You want to make yourself better, um, and you're inspired by the person that you're with to you know bleach your teeth or like um, be at a nice fit weight or like put on nice outfits and go out on date nights and look good for the person that you're with and that sort of thing. So that is the third component that they talked about. So then they did have a couple exercises as well. Like um, some of the exercises they talked about is thinking about the movie um, 
as good as it gets. And there's one part he says, you make me want to be a better man. Or Jerry Maguire, uh, that movie, he says, you complete me. Um, so they were questioning and saying, like, consider what, what impact that these have on a relationship, that those statements. And um, there are upsides and downsides of each of them, right? So it's important that your relationship has all three of these components, right? Like your partner loves the good that they see in each other. Partners love the good they see in each other, that they are committed to each other's well-being and supportive of growth as well and learning. And um, also uh, that lovers are inspired to become better people themselves. And I just thought even that little section had so much impact. Uh, And then they talked about applying, actually applying positive psychology to your relationships. They talked about passion. They talked about positive emotions they talked about savoring and they talked about character and within each one so in so if we talk about applying positive psychology to our relationships uh, the idea of passion is that kind of tapping in and and finding what fuels you as an individual um, so that you can bring it to the relationship. So the passion that they're talking about is not this obsessive passion, sweep you off the feet, like, you know, like um, mad, crazy love, like that kind of passion. They're talking more about um, secure attachment, healthy, harmonious passion, and that being... um, tapping into the things that make you feel passionate about life so that what you come together and it, it helps with greater intimacy and stronger relationships. Sometimes I know if you think about it, you lost your passion for life because you kind of lose yourself in relationships. So their tip is to tap into what it is that you like, remember yourself, remember who you are as a person and stay that individual, wonderful self and share, um, like do like, um, sorry, <laughs> like how do you enjoy spending your time when you weren't in that relationship or how do you enjoy spending your time period when you're not with that other person and to making sure make sure that you're cultivating these things like is it a book club is it listening to this podcast is it doing yoga or going to a spa with friends what it is is like still staying true to what it is that you're passionate about And then also they talked about seeking out adventures together, like going out and doing fun, exhilarating things together and trying new restaurants or new adventures that you both might enjoy. And this helps build that passion piece. And also um, talking and sharing secrets with one another and being intimate with each other. And uh, just because you love and trust that person, you want to share, um, share things with them. And this helps, this all helps to fuel your relationship with passion and many aspects of your life. Then they talked about positive emotions, and obviously this is a huge component of positive psychology, and it's all about um, positive emotions are, they're more than just feelings um, that you enjoy. They're ongoing, they have such an impact on your life, and they have an ongoing impact on your life. And they actually, good, positive emotions actually cause good feelings to happen. (laughs) And they're also a result of good things that are happening. So we have control over that. So positive emotions can also help us to, you know, take action on the, 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 keep, 
in our life and make us feel good on a day-to-day basis, minute-to-minute basis, and they also keep our relationships healthy. So positive emotions are all about learning um, how to cultivate these positive emotions in yourself and towards your partners. So positive emotion are, you know, some of the emotions might be uh, showing interest in another person, showing amusement, um, showing joy or hope. Um, It's also expressing gratitude and feeling a sense of pride and uh, inspiration or love. These are all positive emotions. And so one of the tips that they had is to prioritize positive emotions. So this we can guide positivity in our lives. And um, so they're suggesting, you know, what can we do to prioritize positivity? And so they also talked about act um, act out how you would want to feel, and um, and so it's kind of like act as if, like become an apt actor, and that actually increases your positive feelings. I know right away when I want to shift my energy, I think back to a time where I was like you know, felt in a really good, positive place. And, um, I go into that moment, I really savor it. And, um, that's what they talked about in their book is like practice positive emotions. It's like, it's a practice. It's like thinking about it or acting it out, becoming an actor can actually create, and science has shown that positive emotions can actually help us feel and cultivate more positive emotions. And it's contagious. (laughs) So it'll be contagious to your partner as well. They also talked about cultivating positive emotions in our lives. Um, Just that in that idea that I just talked about, about it's contagious. It'll be positive emotions. It's almost like you're a conductor. The way they put it in their book was cute. And so you have control over your positive emotions and your you can actually, if you're prior to prioritizing these positive emotions, it's going to affect your partner as well. Yay. <laughs> All right. So they also talked about consider, uh, consider what positive emotions actually come easy for you and what positive emotions you would like to build and practice. So that's a really great assignment, isn't it? So I'm thinking what comes easy for me is joy And I tend to be quite interested in other people. And so those positive emotions come easy for me. So what is a little more challenging for me would probably be this sense of pride. Um, It's really hard for me to... Um, have a sense of pride in myself because even if someone gives me a compliment, it's actually really hard for me to receive it. <laughs> I almost do the reciprocal uh, compliment right back right away. Um, so yeah, so pride is one that I would probably be working on if I had to pick. And um, yeah, so their suggestion is to kind of think about the the list of positive emotions and think about the ones that come quite easy for you and be joyful that those are easy for you. But then also Also, think about the ones that don't come as easy, the positive emotions that don't come as easy for you, you know? So is it awe? So I know some people, um, they don't notice the trees or, you know, they don't notice the beauty and the awe around them as much. So maybe that's something you want to uh, increase or love, you know? So it's, they're talking about cultivating it and making it a mission to pick one of these positive emotions that are challenging, more challenging and, and practice them like a muscle and get stronger at it. So I thought that was really a cool exercise. Then they talked about applying uh, positive psychology 
energy technique of savoring into your relationship. And savoring helps us to make... um, make more positive emotions, but they also help us to emphasize good experiences. So it makes more goodness in these good experiences. So savoring can be very powerful to enhance our happiness and our satisfaction. And so that can be in the situation that you're in on your own. And it can also be savoring your partner. It also can be savoring the moment that you're in with your partner. So this is really valuable. And uh, it's about being intentionally open to positive moments and not taking other people or situations for granted, but rather fully, fully, fully enjoying and savoring that moment. Also, savoring can be anticipatory joy too. So you can like think about anticipate a holiday that you're going to take with someone. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I might be going to Cuba in January and I'll savor thinking of sitting on that beach and with the person that I might go with, right? It's really about anticipating that joy increases more positive emotions. And then their tips were to appreciate Um, And to really share and to have lots of appreciation and make it mutual. And they talked about affection, affirmation. So, you know, um, giving lots of affirmations of affection towards the person you're with and just mutual engagement and also self-disclosure, like share your inner world with your partner and then exercise careful listening. This is all about savoring, really taking in and listening carefully and paying attention and um, and then they also talked about minding I love this one minding is about consciously attending to and observing your partner so if someone that you're with maybe takes your hand and just kisses your hand which is so beautiful and nice and such a nice gesture um, making sure that like not only gra- like offering gratitude for that expressing giving verbal affirmation um, affection affirmation that wow like like that act is affection affirmation but it's also um, you can give gratitude right back in that moment and really savor Um, that by observing and attending to your partner. I love it. Um, They also talked about collaboration. So working on something together is a wonderful way to savor um, your time and your space. They also talked, obviously, about sexual empathy. (laughs) Everybody needs to be satisfied in a sexual relationship, of course. And this mutuality is so important um, that everyone is mutually satisfied in a sexual relationship and that you can savor that. And they call that sexual empathy. All right. So they talked about considering... um, So think of a not so positive event that happened to you in the past and they're asking us how did we respond to that event? Uh, did you forget about it right away or did you move on? Okay, so actually this is better. So then they talked about thinking, usually we tend to events that are not so positive and we think about it, we ruminate, we go through it over and over again. So then we kind of have that effect of that negative event going on in our brain. So then the idea here is savoring is to think of a really positive event that has happened, you know, maybe in the past week, how did you respond to the event? Did you forget about it and move on really fast? So the idea is how could you have savored that positive 
live event more? How can you savor the good times in your life more? How can you capture and hold on to and kind of, I always say with my clients, like squeeze out every little last bit of goodness from that event that happened that was positive and really staying with those positive emotions and savoring it is really, really uh, beneficial for our psychology and for our relationships too. All right. So then they talked about character. So character is about how, who we are and how we relate to other people. And so knowing character strengths is really, really powerful. And then it's also how we can cultivate our strengths that can help us direct our effort and direct our lives. And so, um, they also talked about how gratitude and kindness, which is character, um, can cultivate more harmonious relationships. And so just knowing strengths is the first step. So knowing each other's strengths really helps to avoid friction and frustration because you know what someone's good at, right? And focusing on the strengths is really great. And they did recommend that you do the signature strength survey, which is the VIA strength survey. And I have all these show notes at my website with all these links. If you'd like to find out more, just go to my website at andreasheidel.com. And so I love that. So their tips are basically uh, talking about a strength story. I love that. Choose a strength um, and think about how you've used it in the past. So I I do that with my kids at the dinner table. I'll sometimes say, you know, what challenge did you have this week? And how did you use your strengths to overcome that challenge? And that was so powerful, right? Because then it draws on their strengths. It's savoring it at the same moment. And it actually taps into their character strength as well. And it's about strength finding. All right. So it's also about how could you use your strengths in new ways? And then they talked about the strength story about your partner too. like get your partner to talk about their strengths and how they've used them. And then also they talked about the importance of expressing gratitude well and making sure that it's authentic and it's it's other people focused. So it's just very open. It's very honest. You're vulnerable in those moments. And it's also about receiving gratitude well as well. And I know for me, I just told you my uh, least positive emotion might be pride. It's a little hard for me to feel pride. However, I'm working on that. And one of them is because I can't receive gratitude well. So sometimes we might use deflection. We might use reciprocation. I can't believe say that fast five times. Um, and what happens is reciprocation, there's a word, um, it's like right away as soon as someone gives you a compliment, you feel like you need to give one back or you give one back right away to deflect it. <laughs> and then so the idea is it's all about accepting it, amplify is gratitude and the advancement is really taking it in and really absorbing the receiving gratitude well is a form of you know building up your character and it's also a wonderful way to um honor your strengths. And then they also talked about kindness as a practice um, of character. And this kindness goes so far and uh, in relationships, especially. And so how might you cultivate this kindness? So access your kindness and it does take initiation and uh, notice how you respond also to acts of kindness, you know, whether it's through gratitude. And so this idea of kindness and gratitude um, really, really enhances and cultivates harmonious relationships. 
in addition to honoring and knowing character strengths. So that's it about applying positive psychology to your relationship. So increasing your own passion and passion within the relationship, positive emotions, enhancing them, and then savoring these positive emotions and also building on these character strengths as well as gratitude and kindness. Wow. Oh my gosh. Isn't this book incredible? We're using the science of positive psychology to build love that lasts. And it's really great because it does help emphasize this idea of being happy, but then also being happy together. And I just thought it was such a great read and it was so powerful and it really did help, you know, promote a healthy passion within relationships. It helps prioritize positive emotions. It also helps us to mindfully savor the experiences together and and mindfully savor the person that we're with and also to seek out strengths in one another is so powerful and that it's, it's such a wonderful book and has so many things. But remember, it's a, it's a like going to the gym, the relationship gym, right? To strengthen that partnership and to strengthen that relationship. And to, you know, make your relationship transform from good to great. So that's it, my friends. I hope you really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for being a part of the book club here. And this is an unconventional book club, of course, where I highlight the books. But you know what? If you have any books sitting at home that are collecting dust or that you've ordered and it's sitting there and you haven't had time to read it, just let me know what that is. I would love to highlight it for you. I do have a backlog of books here that I'm going to highlight. I'm so excited about next week. Make sure you listen in. And thank you so much for being a part of this community have a wonderful day if you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind you've got to come over to my website at andreasadel.com where i take all these books i highlight coach and summarize the content in my unconventional book and coaching club let's face it no one is sunshine and butterflies all the time but we can make happiness a lifestyle So I want to invite you to sign up at my website for my freebies and giveaways so that you can start each week positively. Finally, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, download and write a review because they really help grow the show.